I remember when I was a junior going into senior year in high school and a bunch of my friends had graduated and gone off to college and feeling really bummed, you know, bummed about it. Like these friends gone away and at that, certainly at that point in your life, you don't know if you're ever going to see him again, but, or, you know, you don't know if you're going to have the level of friendship you had, you know, all through, all growing up. But I remember being really comforted by this feeling or this thought that I would have of that they are in this moment, just like me in this present moment, and then really try to picture them in their life. And they're just here. There's this, this here-ness and now-ness that we share. And I remember being so comforted by that. It was a really hard feeling for me to actually hold on to, like actually generate and create a stable feeling of, but even tapping into it in really small ways from time to time brought me a lot of peace. And I've continued to try to do that over time when someone I love or is far away from me, or now much more commonly, if I'm just feeling too engrossed in my own stuff, my own story, to, you know, the world is beginning to feel just basically like what I see, and I'm the center of it, and it's all very kind of thick and heavy, not even sad, but just kind of thick, you know, it's like, this is it, this is the world, I'm the center, I'm this, you know, it's like all these unspoken assumptions that get built into what it physiologically feels like to be me, then I I keep coming back to these same ideas of like, okay, all living beings, all my friends, all these people I don't know, animals, plants, all of it is in this here-ness and now-ness. There's no centrality to what I'm doing, to the consciousness I have. We all share this slice called now. And I think a physicist would argue that the idea of a global now, a universal now, doesn't make any sense. Speed of light, all this stuff, transmission transmission of information and everything. And I'm like, ah, I don't really care about all that. I'm just speaking of this, just this, I don't know, this conceptual, factual sense of they're living in the moment too. Different time zone, whatever. Different sunlight, doesn't matter. Different planet, whatever. They're just here. They're in this, they're in their corporeal body in this moment. And one of the feeling, one of the thoughts that's been, I've been batting around that I think arose out of these, what would you, is this craving to feel connected, to feel people far away. That's really what this came from for me, this craving to feel that connection. So one of the thoughts is um, just non-centrality in general. And I, I think I mentioned this on another musing, but the sense that it does really feel like I am at the center of the universe. It does really feel like I'm looking out at the universe from within my head. And it's just not true at all. Obviously, when you look out at the universe, there's no center to it. There's, you know, this world, there's seagulls there, there's clouds here, there's grass there. There's a car driving by there. It looks like I'm watching a movie and, you know, this is the vantage point and I'm looking out at it, but it's just not true. All those things could equally be considered a center and obviously would also not be a center for the same reason that I'm not a center. And so, like I mentioned before, I think it's just a really, this optical illusion, this, it really is optical illusion because we see it, it's, we can all, and, and the sounds are all coming from around and then are all being processed at this brain thing we got rattling in our skull. And anyway, it's, it's pure optical illusion and, you know, intellectually it's not true. And so the question is, how do we get ourselves into that state of being able to realize that it's not true? Because what I've come to feel is that if I can get to a stable state of experiencing that feeling of non-centrality, 
of being connected to the fact that that person driving by, you know, on the road there who I really can't even see, they probably can't see me either, but I can hear their car going by. They are fully enmeshed in their world. And I am an absolute nobody, nothing stranger to them. And similarly to that seagull and similarly to the cloud, you know, it's not conscious per se. Um, but I had the same relation of non-centrality and the cloud is existing and then falling, coming apart. And I'm not really a part of that. If I could experience a stable realization of that a stable feeling, I just want to feel it. I want to taste it a stable. Yeah. Taste of that for five minutes, one minute. I would, I would probably feel like that's like a life accomplishment for me, like a life defining experience because I've experienced it for like one half of a second at times here and there. If I can just kind of let myself, boop, I don't know. It's like a real subtle shift into, oh, look at all this around you. Sense the whole world. I'm not, I'm not the center. This is not about me. And it's, it's really non-verbal, honestly, to get into that, to get into that lived experience of this thing. And yeah, so to experience a minute of it, five minutes of it, is that what in being enlightened feels like? I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, similarly, I could picture you, the listener, listening to this, maybe tomorrow, maybe whenever. Your own life, just so full of centrality, so full of meaning, so full of meanness, and the rest of everything else is not meanness. Yeah. Anyway, the only trick I've got right now is, and I'd love to hear your tricks if you got any, and maybe the words I'm using to describe this feeling don't resonate with you, but I do feel like a lot of us crave this. Maybe this is similar to the the ego death that we're all craving that I talked about when I talked to Mandy uh, Fair, the musician, that the musician and the surfer and the poet and the... Um, you know, and the person attending the concert and watching the surfer and all this, we're all chasing the same thing, which is feeling that sense of the heaviness of the ego kind of dissipate, at least for about a moment. This is certainly similar to that, but to me, it's a little, a little bit more, a little bit more profound. Because like, I mean, I could take five drinks and just like really, like my ego would really dissipate. Like I wouldn't feel the burden of my, my self-consciousness nearly as much. I could, you know, I could really hammer that out of my head with some alcohol, but this is a little different. It's, it's fundamentally the sense that I'm not at the center of anything. I'm just another, I mean, I'm just equivalent to a rock or another stranger. You see, I'm no different than that. And so I don't think alcohol is going to get me there. I don't, maybe there's some drugs that could help me get there. But for right now, all I've got, and I, I probably mentioned this before, is just this feeling of watching the cars go by trying to live in there in that car for a bit of a, like one moment and see things from their point of view. But man, I crave it. I crave this feeling. And it's funny because I'm not missing anybody right now. I used to crave this feeling to, like I said, to feel connected to people, you know, who are, who are so are physically removed from me on the side of the world or whatever. And, uh, but now I just crave it. I think, uh, maybe this is my midlife crisis. I'm just craving this feeling of non-centrality. The one thing I do know, and I've, I feel very confident about, is 
is that the worse I treat my body, the worse I feel, the more difficult it is to crack through this veil of optical illusion where I'm at the center of the universe. So if I feel like shit, if I've treated my body badly, or, you know, whatever, I'm, I have a fever or something, it's really difficult for me to have any hope of getting into that state where I can kind of have a, a flash appreciation of, oh, all this is just here. It's not inside, outside. It's not me, them. It's just the universe. And so I guess, what was what, what, my plan? Take better care of myself so I spend less time in that kind of like, whatever, inward self you know, when when you're in, in pain, discomfort, it just everything, the tension just turns inward. The shell gets a little harder. And so trying to take a little better care of myself. Maybe listening could be a, a, a portal to this too. Really deep listening, letting the thoughts go th- right through my head. And then this car trick, watching the, the cars go by of people I had no idea and who they are and they have no idea who I am. And living in their car, listening to mirror music for just a second. Those are the tricks I'm, I'm going to try. Anyway, that was kind of meandering. Might be all bullshit, but to me it feels really meaningful. And I'm going to keep chasing that feeling. And uh, let me know what kind of feeling you're chasing. What kind of spiritual realization, emotional feeling. What are you chasing? What are you looking for? What do you... Um, you know, what, what do you have a hard time putting into words, but you know you want it? <laughs> Isn't that it? Anyway, and I hope you have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you next week on Happy When Curious.